1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Hey y'all. Hey, friends. We are back at it again. And we got a guest today. You may have heard him before on our previous episodes.
3: <laughs> Am I really a guest if you really think about it? You know what I mean? I mean like I'm I'm competing with like, like the one of one of the most most regular guests that, that y'all have on this show. Although I wouldn't I went on here last season. I was a little hurt by that. I kept looking okay. for my invitation in my email. I didn't I didn't see. I looked at my Apple Watch, I looked at my phone, I looked at my back book, and I ain't I ain't synced it. But uh oh. the important thing is I'm here now. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, we have Mr. Uh, <laughs> Jarrett Dam here with us yeah. today. <laughs> Who you competing Greetings
3: with, Jarrett? Um, I'm serious. Um one of y'all I know recommends. you know. Now you yeah, usually I have the, the stats I already pulled up in my head. Um but uh no, they were. They already made their appearance on this season. I already know. Oh, it Corey. Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's Corey. Yeah, I think it's Corey. I, Corey, if you listen, I see you I'm coming. <laughs> for you now. I could not. <laughs> well, I think it's oh, I was going to just say me.
1: at that point you may as well just go in and invite yourself. You know, make it less work for us.
3: Look. I'm at that point now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm at that point. So, say less. You will not be offended. Say say less. Y'all can can have me on once a month. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm ready. You know, I'm here.
2: You said you could be a repeat offender. I could (laughs) be a repeat. on repeat. But I do think you have been our first repeat guest, though. I think you do have that mm-hmm. distinction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. were the very yeah. first who, to make a. Yeah, a I came through in the clutch it. on that one. I remember you know that one. The, the South Show. has something to
3: say. Available yeah. on that all podcasting platforms. That was a yeah. yeah. rip, buddy.
2: We didn't even yeah. playing yeah. that. Freestyle. Though. Right. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. If uh, y'all go back to a previous episode, <laughs> well, our, di- our journal entry, we kind of talk about <clears throat> how we had a, a missing guest. So, if, when you go back and listen yeah. to that, there's that's more so details. funny. It comes up that again. This
0: comes up, yeah, yes, we, yes, we.
3: it comes yeah. up again. Jesus, but we made it through. We all yes. made it through.
1: That's what's That's what it yeah.
3: is.
1: That was like our first pop culture episode, I guess you would say, because it was, yeah, yeah, very recent. Events were happening. Mm-hmm. But let's get into the events of this uh wine of the week mm-hmm. that Jarrett suggested. <laughs> so Jarrett suggested the Edmundo Red Blend. And we've had Edmundo before. I don't remember whether we had the red blend or not. I feel like we had a yeah, different. Yeah, I had orange. the Cabernet something, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I, re- I remember yeah.
3: because because a very intelligent person recommended that wine to y'all. <laughs>
1: oh. <Okay. laughs> yeah, to Jared, too.
4: Yeah. Look, if but you don't promote yourself, the...
1: you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jeff. go ahead and do it. Okay.
4: Yeah.
1: So Jared recommended this. It's 13.5%. And, a half percent. and um, at the last time, I got drunk off of that uh Spumante. Heavens, I ain't fooling with y'all today. <laughs> 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 um, so the red blend has Cabernet Sauvignon, um, Shiraz, and Malbec. So the Shiraz is probably what's making it real dry for you, you know
0: Yeah, it, it's. I think the percentage labeling on the back is off, unless the <laughs> Shiraz is just that damn strong. But Did it
1: hit you already. Is it-
0: Yes, and it. Mm-mm. so, I guess I was expecting a lighter red wine than, um, similar to Cabernet versus as heavy and dry as this is, like, I am not a fan, I would definitely have to remix this with something, uh, maybe, Jawanda, you're the queen of sangrias, can we even make a sangria with this?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You
0: sure can. Yeah, thanks just, for the recommendation, Jared. But, and I'm I'm probably a little biased too because we recently did a red blend, uh, mm-hmm. like three episodes ago, and it wasn't as uh, dry as this one. So, I think well, my blend, expectation was just ago. different. Um, <clears throat> was mine that? was an but acronym, red out. blend. Oh, yes, y'all yeah, tried jam dry red blend. And I couldn't oh, find that- it, and so I did acronym.
1: Oh, uh, <clears throat> that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that jam jar one. It was a little, yeah, it was a little sweeter, probably because they used the sweet shiraz, probably in that mix.
0: Yeah, I'm learning red blends. Don't be red blending consistently across brands. So well,
3: you know, your, your Folks, uh, take uh, that Belindian as a song told that you, my told expense. You, told you that. You know, right? Your Bolinga song <laughs> told you that.
1: Oh, yeah, goodness. she did say that, and I believe her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Iris know what she's th- I- Isis. Isis know what she's talking about. She showed up,
1: do. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree. I do think it's a little on the dry side, but I don't think it is bad as Mo was com- like proclaiming it to be at first. I think it's you have to keep drinking,
0: and then after a while, you you won't even be able to tell. It's thirteen point five percent.
1: Just keep <laughs> drinking, friends.
0: Just keep drinking.
1: I it is like it. a little dry aftertaste, but it's all right. I've had worse.
2: <laughs> well, um, I I told everybody here before we started the show, my rag muffin ass, um, definitely life has been lifing this week. Um, and uh, I didn't get that motherfucking wine, okay? I, I forgot all about it. Like, I knew it, and I thought I was going to have time to get it during my lunch break and the Lord stepped in and said no. So I am, <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking another wine. I bought another sweet red blend from jam jar from that episode we did. So I'm drinking that from what I recall from this wine. I remember liking it. Um, I just, I remember it being, at least I think it was like kind of smooth, like a smoother taste but it wasn't mm-hmm. like super duper sweet. Um, but, it, you know, it, it reminded me of Cab. I, I mean, I believe it's Cab in there. So I didn't hate it. I liked it. I actually breezed through that bitch. I mean, <laughs> I don't think it took me long to drink that bottle when I had it. I, I remember giving it a good number, but I'll have to get back with you at a later date about a true um, rating <laughs> because I don't have it on hand right now.
1: Yeah, I think I'll give it like a seven and a half, eight. Okay. Yeah. Sounds about right. Jerry, you yeah,
3: want to talk about your suggestion? Yeah, I'm a, I think I'm going to do an eight as well. Um, I like it. I, I get I get the dry aspect, so I, I, I totally get it. Now, Although, I don't know per se, because I, I did kind of brush my teeth a little bit beforehand, because I wanted to make sure my breath was minty fresh for y'all. Um, yeah,
1: so we can spell it.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. <of course. laughs> the, the power of the internet. <laughs> okay. Um, but <laughs> i did you know so i get you know i get the dry aspect of it but um i'm like Joanna. you know that 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 13 plus percent um that that right there for, especially the day i ain't had uh this is this is uh doing what it's supposed to be doing mm-hmm. so she's giving yeah. what she's supposed to mm-hmm. give oh, oh yeah mm-hmm. she she giving it mm-hmm. thank you
4: lady mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh,
1: That's and we're probably going to need it for this episode that we're yes. going to curate today.
3: Yeah. yeah, let me take me another sip then, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's brace ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we brought Jared on um, to talk about something that we all have gone through um, between the four of us. And that is grief. And, uh, when you think, first think of grief, I guess you probably just think of like a person, but that's not always the case. It's not always a person you can lose other things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how we're going to, uh, gonna, I don't know how this gonna go. But I'm hoping at the end it's gonna be positive. So, <laughs> Let us pray. some kind of you know happy note at the end is what I am hoping will happen. So, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs>
3: you never know with me.
1: So, uh, um, who wants to go
3: first? <laughs>
2: Well, I'm lagging. I I'll,
3: know go. I would, but. I'll, I'll go. I'll uh, go. Yeah, so you,
0: Jerry, you had you mentioned on your social media where you did a poll of whether people wanted to even hear an episode on grief, mm-hmm. and then oh, I did. was like, "Yo, Joanna just mentioned grief, but in a different from a different standpoint. Let's bring you on and talk about the differences between grieving a loved one and us grieving the different changes that we're going through in life." and having to accept the new versions of ourselves. So I think you should go first because you definitely have a more recent experience. But I mean, I mm-hmm. think it's all gonna be really good
3: Yeah, uh uh first of all, I don't even remember that post. That's that's how much I've been working.
4: <laughs> wow. <laughs> but, wow. Uh, but
3: But hey, if you say I did it, I did it. I just I, did. just I don't I just don't you definitely I don't remember. Did. <laughs> but yes, I, I have I have recently had grief. Um you know, been in grief, still in grief. Uh my father passed away in November. And um I think the rough part about it is we've we had always had a tumultuous relationship. Uh you know, growing up he was quite essentially my hero. Like he was like it was like, you know, Magic Johnson, Jerry Rice, Hulk Hogan. You know Larry, you know you know, and, and those who interchange No matter who you know who, who, if it was football season, you know basketball season, you know whatever, you know they right. bought me something, whatever, you know. So you know they, they but those was those were the big four. That was my Mount Rushmore um, growing up. And um, as I just got older, you know, you know, our parents are not perfect, you know. And I think as you got old, you get older, you start looking at some of the stuff that maybe you. You ignored when you had rose colored glasses on, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and I think you know, th- things we we drifted apart, but I think as time went on, and I actually had a daughter of my own, and just seeing well, you know, a person that, that kind of put themselves first more so than of their kids, and and me having this daughter that does these incredible things that I, I'm, a- I'm absolutely in love with and I adore. I just it just didn't make any sense to me. So again, we had a, we had a rough history, but when somebody passes, you know, especially when it's abrupt, he wasn't he wasn't sick that we knew of. I mean, he had some he had some some issues, but he wasn't sick. But when he you pass abruptly, and then you know, uh, I'm the the sibling that is closest to where he was living. at. he was living in Tampa. Uh, shout out to Tampa. Mm-hmm. What up, Constant? Yeah, whatever. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he was living in he was living in Tampa, and uh, I had to just kind of make that road trip out there and, and take care of his estate and, and do all this other stuff, and you know try to you know galvanize my siblings together. And, and it, I think for me, I felt like I didn't deserve to grieve one because of our relationship, and two. I felt like I didn't have time to grieve because I I needed to be strong for my siblings. I needed to be that I needed to be that rock for everybody else. And uh, you know, just just being completely candid with y'all, I remember driving from here to to Tampa, and tears were coming out of my face, and I'm I got so angry, like I got so angry. I literally started beating on my chest. Like to to stop me from crying because I did not want to show any emotion at that time frame, and even though which was really weird because I was listening to the songs that reminded me of him, <laughs> and I'm getting mm-hmm. mad that I'm having, I'm getting emotional about it, so it was just a real fucked up ass situation anyway. But I'm but I'm i literally beating on myself because I was so angry uh, that I was exerting emotion, and it I I just because I didn't feel like I deserved to have that emotion, so.
2: Why, may I ask, do you feel like you didn't deserve to grieve? I understand the time part, even though you know, you you definitely got to make time for that because it will eat you alive. Um, but (laughs) the the deserving part makes me just hurts my feelings. Why did you feel like you didn't deserve to grieve, your daddy?
3: I think it was I think it was our relationship. You know what I mean? Like we we were so out of touch and um. Yeah, uh, he was like that for uh, you know a couple of my siblings. He was, it was weird. We all we all had our time with him where we were the closest to him. And my my you know it's one of the oldest. I, I had my time with him where he was living in the same house with me or in, yeah. in near proximity with me, and and so I had that time growing up. And then we all had our little pieces, you know, throughout the years. And my, my youngest sister was enjoying the most of it, like that was that was her best friend. Yeah. And so for me, it was like, yeah. She talked to this this negro every day. He she gets to grieve. She gets to cry. She gets to sit there and get drunk. She gets to be like, what was me." All the Facebook statuses. She deserves that. Me, I he that hurricane hit y'all in Tampa during, around that time frame. I checked on you, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't call him. I didn't call. I didn't call him. And it, it, was, it was a lot of it was because one he had I you know. I have, I am blessed and cursed with having a good memory. I'm like i don't yeah. I don't recall this this Negro checking on me you know with, with different stuff. And I had stuff literally going on with my daughter that I was driving to Dallas during that time frame, and I'm like, I'm getting messages from him saying, but the last communication that we had was him calling me. And leaving a voicemail because I didn't I didn't have the energy to deal with him that that, that night, and him leaving a voicemail saying you didn't call your dad to check on him, after, you know, during the hurricane, and that was like two weeks after the hurricane. I'm like, well, obviously I know you're alive. I saw your Facebook statuses, but you don't even know what I'm going through. And I got mad about it. Never called him back. Never replied to a text message. Never did anything like that. And and to this, well, that was the last communication I had with him. So all that sits with me. And as I'm driving down the road, I'm like. I don't deserve it. I don't... Whatever whatever tears, little salty-ass tears coming out your eyes, you don't deserve to cry those tears,
2: so... <sighs> I feel you. I, I feel you. There's a lot of emotion, a lot of backstory that you don't owe nobody, but, you know, it did make me wonder, especially when those things happen and there are those moments that you wish you had had. I mean... And from the outside looking in, I think you deserve to grieve just as much as any damn body else, maybe even more so. Because there were things that you don't have memories of. You know, there were moments that were stolen from you for more reasons than one. So, I, I mean, not saying your sister don't deserve to grieve, but she did contact and talk to that Negro every day. And you didn't. In my mind, it's like he was gone before he was gone for real. So I, I feel like really, you know you had you definitely deserve all the fucking yeah, and and all it, the salt in the world.
3: It's, it's really weird too, Constance, because it was. It's like, yeah, I didn't have that time with him, but I had the most time with him out of all of my siblings, and because I had to sit there and take care of all all the stuff, most of his shit is still here. You know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> so I got. I got iRobots that vacuum for me that's here. I got air filters over here. I got, you know, I got his rosary beads like over here with, on one of my um ring lights. So I got so much of his shit here. So it's like, so like the 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 first week, two weeks, month, two months in, I'm just watching these robots vacuum, just sitting there and I'm shedding tears and getting mad at myself for sharing tears, but it's it's a constant reminder of of him. And then this nigga got the strong genes. So if you look at all of us, <laughs> if you look at all of us, you see him. And so I was the, always the one that would be like, oh boy, you looking just like your daddy. Boy, look at you looking just <laughs> like your daddy. Boy, you look just like your daddy. Oh my and when when you have a Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker type relationship with your father, you just you don't mm. want to, you don't want nobody to sit there and say, oh, you look just like Anakin. Uh, oh fuck, Anakin, and fuck you.
2: <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> that one, that one cut deep, <laughs> bro. Goodness. Okay, well, I still think you should make some time. Damn it, because that shit ain't fun.
3: I should now. Nah. No, I should. You're right. Have
2: yourself a good cry. Uh-huh. Shit, watch, watch a good movie on purpose and let just let that thing out. Just just get it out. Just get it the fuck out. Nothing else ain't gonna be sitting you on gotta... your chest no more.
3: Yeah, sometimes you just gotta get it out. Yeah,
2: I mean yeah. I did. When my granddaddy died, I mean, I wasn't the closest to the man. Okay. I knew him, but he was he was an old southern country man, okay? <laughs> hey, baby, that's about all I got when I come. He's <laughs> asked me how school was, asked me, you know, how at my house it was like real basic shit. As long as I was doing what I was supposed to do, getting grades, I got a job. It was it was real basic shit. And that was our conversation every time I saw him. But like, I took that shit hard. That was the first person that was super close to me that had passed away. So it killed me. I didn't deal with it the best either. I drank like a motherfucker. And y'all know I'm a drinker. (laughs) 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 When I tell you I got that call Tuesday morning, I was on the way to work and I had bus duty that morning. I tried to do my bus duty and I told one of my teachers and they were like, Constance, go home, just go home. And they like fought me to stay home all week. Because I was ready to go back to work. Because I was like, I need a distraction. Because I could do nothing Mm -hmm. in this house but cry and drink. And that's really all I did all week.
4: Right. Like, as soon
2: as I got home, I busted open that six-pack and went to work. It was 9 in the fucking morning. (laughs) And I didn't give a (laughs) damn. I didn't give not one single fin I just kept drinking. I drank all week. All day. And it was was terrible. But, you know, eventually I made it through. And I'm, I'm managing now. (laughs)
3: much better than i was some more wine as <laughs> you <laughs> some more wine
1: that beverage
2: <laughs> but i feel you yeah. it felt weird to cry over someone that i feel like i didn't know like that yeah you know
3: yeah um <laughs> now I, I get you especially with the drinking thing too like i do like i i, I like so going to work and and I don't know if we're gonna talk about this this far, but I just it just kinda rings true for me. Like nobody at my job knew that my dad died. Like I didn't I didn't I didn't ask for bereavement, I didn't I didn't let them know, I didn't I didn't ask for the, for the cash app or the PayPal or you know, we making funeral arrangements, I didn't tell my because 'Cause cause first of all, first of all, I don't like I don't like nobody I don't like people helping me at all. Y'all know me. I, I don't like people helping me anyway. But I, I damn sure I ain't about to be asking for some shit. Yeah. But I, nobody, nobody knew. And I'm and I, am, I was literally, I was literally working from my dad's house as I'm moving stuff and and taking it to Goodwill with my uncle. And you know, nobody was the wise. unless they followed me on social media. Now some of them followed me on social media and matriculated, you know, some of that information out to everybody else. But I just had a conversation with my manager about three weeks ago. And you know, as he was reading me my rights, which could, could be a while of the week for me—I mean, whining we with wine—but um, as as he was reading me my rights on on that, I was like, "Did you even know that my dad died?" He's like, "Did he?" <laughs> you know, so wow. I it's yeah. it's I think it's a real important thing, the aspect to talk about when it comes to grief, um, just in general. Like everybody who's had grief here, you know, what do you what do you do? During that grief Because a lot of people Kind of drown themselves In work And kind of Just kind of Keep it pushing And try to stay productive But Maybe that's not always The healthiest thing Anybody Mm -hmm. else Experience that?
2: Yes Definitely
1: Um Yeah I think Um I just kind of (laughs) like Shut down At home But like In public I'm very Oh it's fine Everything's fine It's fine Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just like, we good, everything's good because I just, for some reason, I just feel like I have to be that quote unquote strong person. And who am I being strong for? Because we're all sad. Like, why can't we just all be sad together? Why do I have to actually be that quote unquote strong person? I guess because I just don't want people to worry about me or whatever. Um, I've mentioned it before, so I guess- I've had, I've had plenty of grief as far as like lost loved ones like sporadically happening um, in my life. And ironically, like two of them happened while I was in college. So one happened in undergrad and another happened while I was in pharmacy school. Those two were like very hard for me because they were both like father figures in my life. So then you lose that and you're just like the family's not gonna be the same. And like, you know, like this person that you call or you depend on or you expect to see when you come home, it's not gonna be there. And you're like, how do you deal with that? Mm-hmm. And that's kinda how I ended up going to therapy the first time because like my sister and my brother-in-law literally drove to Columbia like one weekend because I was to pieces. And they were like, are you okay? And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I'm okay. So they literally drove like one Sunday to come see me. Of course I had to hide my alcohol because I didn't want them to think I was an alcoholic. <laughs> and they just talked to me. And my sister was just like, maybe you just need to go to therapy. You need to see a counselor. You know, USC has therapy for free. And um, I just took, I had some sessions and I talked some shit out. And and I was already in that fucked up relationship with that mm. dude. So that was just another icing on the cake. And then I think um, after my sister and my brother-in-law left, I like called my half-sister and I was like, um, I think I want to get my ears pierced. Let's just go do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's a So I just do random shit. Um, but then there were, there were people there. But when I was in West Virginia, there was nobody there. When I came home, it was just me in that apartment and I was sitting with shit. And it don't go away. It's like when the anniversary of his death came, like I sat in that shit again. And then I sat it again the next year. And it gets easier as the year goes by, but that shit still hurts. (laughs) Like my grades suffered because I was... I was just in this stupor. I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Like if I fail this test tomorrow, I'm fine with that. Then I failed the test and I'm like, oh shit, I'm about to fail <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
2: Goodness.
0: I my my moments of grief related to losing a family member has been few, so I'm very very grateful for that. Um, I did during COVID. Well, maybe in the last three years, I won't put it on just COVID. I've lost maybe three family members. Um, So I think the frequency. That it mm-hmm. happened i was just like yo <laughs> yeah. what's happening and i know that the going saying is when you lose family it usually happens in threes i don't know if y'all have ever mm-hmm. heard that yeah. yeah so i was like okay good this is the third one hopefully we can catch a break um not all of them i was close to so i think that kind of helped in the grieving process but the one that sticks out the most for me that was the hardest to get over was my grandmother Um, she lived with us for the last two years prior to her passing away Mm -hmm. and she was mute for about the last year and a half with dementia. So that was kind of hard, but, um, being a part, a partial caregiver of hers for about six months before she passed, I think that was kind of where I got the closest to her. So I'm happy I got to spend that time with her, but, um, yeah, I took that pretty hard, and I think it was because I was so young at the time. I was living in Maryland, and I remember getting the text message from my family, you know, hey, you should try to come home. I literally told my supervisor, I have to go. Um, I don't even yeah. remember, like, shutting down my computer, <laughs> I ran home. I packed stuff in my suitcase. None of the stuff matched by the time I got to my mom's house. I was like, what in the hell did I pack (laughs) in this suitcase? (laughs) Like, I had fresh underwear, but that was about it. Everything else was a hot mess. And I got there, and then Valentine's Day, the very next day, she passed away that afternoon. So I'm happy that I was able to make that last-minute decision and just go. And that I had the means to go home. Because imagine if you don't have the money to just dump in the gas tank and go. Like, um, yeah, so getting over her passing, the moment that I think I really let go was when I saw her in a dream and she was still, um, she was acting the same way she was before she passed. She, we were doing her bath time and she usually fought me. So we were fighting in the, in the dream. Like it was (laughs) clear as day. Real life, what would have happened? And she went into her bedroom and she turned around and she just kind of looked at me and she said, Monique, thank you. And it was in her voice. I could clearly hear her. Mm. And after that, I cried for about two days, but I said that was all I needed to hear to know that I did right by her when she was here and that she was pleased with how we took care of her as a family. So even though we may miss her on this side, it was still what I needed for closure and I guess I just feel lucky to be able to have that because not everybody gets that type of closure that they need yeah. mm-hmm. um, I think that also just depends on the relationship with the person like Jared said you know yeah, you can want different but I only have what we had you know you can't yeah. recreate that so I'm
2: at Still,
3: peace today that, that, that dream was beautiful that's beautiful I'm shit serious. right there Like I yeah. know
2: <laughs> Like out of a movie,
3: Damn. honey. <laughs> right, that's a <laughs> <some> movie <laughs> <shit. laughs> you
2: like, really, like, you know, oh like, God. you don't have to worry about nothing else. And she's cool. Mm-hmm. She came to see you.
3: I'm visualizing cool, the turn. Just...
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, it was playing in my head, bro. It was playing in my
0: head. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah.
3: Like, I, like, I had to fight back some tears. Oh, my Ooh. God. Yeah.
0: It
2: was over here. Yeah.
0: And then anytime I feel like I'm about to cry, I just remember that moment. Like, she's okay. We're okay. Things are good. Yeah. So, yeah. But I know that, you know, we've shared our moments of losing a family member. But given that we're unestablished, we have to pivot to the conversation of grieving just regular life experiences and grieving transitions in our lives from maybe moving from one state to the other. Um, getting into a new relationship and grieving singlehood, <laughs> grieving, you know, yeah, being married. Because I know Jawanda has talked about that before. It's just <laughs> people don't really it's talk about it. It's, it's, right it's when you say grief, they think about death. It's let's sure. talk yeah. about change,
1: <laughs> <laughs> bro. I y'all I know I, I hate shit. change. I hate it.
2: <laughs> I know you do. We all go hate do. it so much. <laughs>
1: I hate it so much. But you must. It's life, darling. Uh, I think for me... So I talk about being married. That was kind of like a shock for me i know ej was probably like oh happy we're married we're together but it was someone as i woke up and i was just like what the fuck did i just do like (laughs) and i I don't mean it in like a mean way because it's something that i wanted from him and i wanted us to have but once you have it it's just like okay i gotta take care of this thing i imagine it to be like having a kid like now i have oh. to take care of this thing i have to nurture it i have to make sure it's okay it's just a it's just something like what what do i do with it like how do i make sure that it's growing and it's thriving like and then i'm just like i should i shouldn't have did this yeah. like what did i do and but after a while i was like oh it's fine mm-hmm. everything's fine we, we're adjusting we're making we're making moves here mm-hmm. but it was definitely a shock for me and i wasn't one of those people who were like, I never felt like my marriage changed anything in my relationship. And maybe that's what I was expecting, like some big change to occur or something different to happen. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like our relationship is the same. It's just, he lives here now. (laughs) Your last name.
0: (laughs) So listeners, if you haven't heard the episode of Jawanda and her husband, his last name was Davis. And Jawanda's legal last name is Davis. So her last name didn't, didn't even change, even change. <laughs> when they got married. <laughs>
2: she didn't have to do none of that paperwork. She didn't have to go get a new Nothing. license, new emails, Mm-mm. none of that shit. <laughs> everything. The different. Lord knew. And their the tagline
0: for the wedding was destined to be Davis, which is yes. literally like what happened. Oh, so that we great. that's hilarious. But yeah, that's so funny. Everything was the same except where you woke up with a ring on your finger.
2: In yeah. House and he ain't going back to his own house ever right. again, cause his house and your house the same place. Yeah,
1: it's the same address.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, well, look, I I have uh, lived slightly longer than all of y'all, oh, and yes. uh, just slightly. So, so for for these examples that y'all name, moving to a different state, check. Uh, Did that? Gr- grieving, grieving, uh, moving in with somebody, and, and grieving being singlehood, check. Uh, grieving being married, chick, chick, chick. Um, so, <laughs> so, look, I'm going to tell y'all something, because y'all my people, and I love y'all. Um, All that shit for the birds, like all of it. Like, I mean, granted, granted, change needs to happen. You cannot live doing the same thing over and over again. But I, I grieve change every day. I, hell, before we start, before we hit the record button on here, I was sitting there Telling y'all about the grievances, changes, you know, as I th- decide, you know what, I'm gonna start a podcast label. I'm gonna sit there and and, and call it something different. I'm a, I want a different way of doing things. So I'm gonna be a product, producer. I'm gonna do this, and um, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm just, but I'm out here. I'm out here in these streets and I'm trying to make it happen. And I'm grieving every day. I was before that YouTube video I told y'all about. I was grieving. Like I just told these people. That they YouTube video and they podcast is gonna be out on Wednesday. It is Monday. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Luckily, YouTube University came through. <laughs> so yes, there was I a know. grieving and, and there was a um and, and there was a celebration of life. Cause I cause I after after that I celebrated <laughs> the facts <laughs> that I was able to get this shit done. But I I I totally understand it. Like you it's hard because you want to. It's it's a it's a weird sec, section to be in in life where you mm-hmm. want to keep things exactly the same because that's what you're used to. That's what you know. You it took you this fucking long to master it, but at the same time, you don't want to do no no. You you got to do some different shit because the shit that you're doing right now it ain't hitting like it was hitting you mm-hmm. know you know in your twenties. Yeah. Or in my case, my thirties. But so so it's 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 a struggle, you know what I mean? And so and so you fight you you're fighting time, you're fighting, you know the, the thing that you're doing, the thing that you're you're progressing, and you're fighting yourself. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard here.
1: Hard and these outside variables that come out of nowhere, oh, you be like, Where the fuck you came from? It just slaps <laughs> you right across the face. Oh, <laughs> Got out about
2: you. Here you go again, popping up at the most inconvenient
1: time. Inconvenient, okay. (laughs) You get, you late for work, but then you get in your car and it says tire pressure low. Mm. Oh, you Mm.
2: forgot, realized you need to go get gas yesterday It do too dark. And you was like, I forget that shit Mm. in the morning. Biggest lie you tell yourself. And you pushing Mm -hmm. it. Like you said, you finna be late. God damn it, I gotta stop. Every, every gas pump, out of order. Gotta go to the next (laughs) one. It's a mess. It's a hot mess express out here. Uh, I cannot relate to the... um, I can't relate grieving being single, you know, but not legally. (laughs) I mean, I've always been single legally. I ain't never been nothing else but single in the eyes of the law. I ain't never been married. So, I can't grieve that single life. But the regular ass single life, yes. I've grieved it, just like I've grieved being in a relationship. Eh. When I got out and when I disengaged, it hurt for reasons like I was used to a certain routine, talking to a certain person when certain things happen, I wanted to tell them, but the person himself, no, I necessarily miss them. I just missed a routine that I had been in for years. Mm-hmm. but um this moving thing this moving thing is a motherfucker. And I've cried openly and loudly and snottily on this goddamn show (laughs) about how that shit hurt me. And it's still hurting me. It is getting easier every day. But it's just not the same, Mm y'all. It's just not the motherfucking same. And I love the people who are here with me. I made some really cool friendships with people at work. But it's so different getting to know... (laughs) personalities and the, the likes and dislikes of other people. I'm like I not done that already. <laughs> I done spent years, decades even, or at least a, a smooth decade kind of knowing what kind of day it's going to be. You know, I know these people appreciate that. I know they're not going to be pissed off if we ain't doing something every motherfucking minute. If I don't want to take shots it's okay. If I want to drink at home and save money, it's fine too.
3: I'm not going to be looked at <laughs> as lame or
2: boring. Because, because we're going take a nap on the okay, vacation. Okay, because
1: that's, that's, that's our thing. That's
2: our thing. And these are my people. <laughs> but everybody ain't like that when <laughs> you're around young folk, okay? And it kills me. I'm like, as much as I would love to go out, you're not doing the type of going out that I'm trying to go out and do. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go get bougie brunch and then go home. You want to do shit after. I don't, want to, <laughs> I, I don't want to do another extracurricular activity. you made the reservation. Let's go get this brunch. I don't want to go home and take a nap. And if I don't take is a nap, in. like, you know, we're doing great. Brunch is at 45. It ended at like 3 or 4. Even if we do something else, you like a quick something else. But then i like to go home. And it's a I'm pre-planned
0: tired. something else. So the energy level is there. It's not like spur of the mm. moment. Because we have to it, work up. To go into the after. it Because we goals. should be already toasted after brunch. So we only have about two I hours. Usually,
2: yeah, I for usually make sure I'm zooted and booted after brunch. Mm-hmm. That's the whole purpose. Right. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. But I have learned with some some of my friends here, like, there's always an after. It's never just mm-hmm. the first event. It's always
1: an event after. Okay. I only got this a half a hour in me after, after brunch. After party.
3: No, nah, I only got a half hour in me after brunch. Like I like I got I, the half hour is is me to be coherently able to drive home. And and after that, I'm I'm good. Like I don't I I ain't got a half let's see it. A half hour is all I got. y'all <laughs> wanna do something for like 10 minutes and then I, I mean drive a little faster for the 20 minutes to get home, fine. But uh that's all I got for you. I'm, I'm i like I'm old. I, be
2: old. I just old. I just ain't with it like I used to uh-huh. be. You know? Cause I would used I used to be like, damn, we going home? That's it. We ain't going somewhere else I'm, I'm still you know I'm, I'm a little tipsy but I ain't ready to go home yet cause ain't nothing to do at home now I can't wait to get home sometimes not cause I don't love folk but it's like that felt so good it was lovely to get out you know I got ready and shit I shaved my legs I mean I was doing all the things today <laughs> put on makeup did my hair what today was my, my outing for the weekend I'd like to go home and not come out again Unless I just have to.
3: I'm always ready to go home. Always. Yeah. So yeah. It's, Even it's, when I'm at home, I'm ready to go home.
2: Okay. <laughs> 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 just thinking about having to go out. God damn, I'm ready to go
3: back. <laughs> Yeah.
1: I think Constance too, like the other part of like moving is like missing out on shit at home. Oh. Like Yes. Uh, I'd be like, Because, you know, I be home, I remember I was home the summer after I graduated, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here so I can get me some money, and these people can stop asking me to do things while I'm trying Mm -hmm. to fucking study. And then I leave, and it's just like, I miss things. Like, I can't go to, like, all of my nieces' games, I can't, um, you know... Do like they have like random family gatherings. We just happen to pull up at somebody's house and now it's like a whole quote unquote party or barbecue. And I, you know, you miss out on yeah. that. I know. Yeah. I definitely you can't just that. show I up.
2: I know. And I used to be so easily accessible to my cousins mm-hmm. and everybody. You know, I mean, it was nothing. My cousin Keiji would call me like, hey, girl, it's Saturday night. I, I, you, if you're doing something, that's cool. But if you're not, we finna get fucked up at my house and have a sleepover. What you wanna do you want to do? i like, bitch, I'm putting on my jammies and I'm on the way. I'll be there in 45 minutes. Don't even worry about it. What kind of alcohol you want? You want Crown peach or Crown apple? You want both. You know what? What's up? What we doing tonight? And now I, I don't the have that option. Right. The answer's it, it's both. Right. It's usually both. But, you know, <laughs> I could just do that. I could just have my cousins over after Christmas and we just have it. It became a whole thing. I, I don't have that option anymore.
3: Yeah, I, you know, I feel like, because um, I've been gone for, from home for a while. I've been gone from home for a while. Um, so, like, for me, I I had I had this realization talking to somebody. My daughter turns 15 this year. So, I have been gone from Louisiana for 16 years. And I was like, holy fuck. That's a long-ass time, right? But I am so used to missing stuff. I'm so used to scrolling on Facebook and seeing... Oh y'all doing this shit now? Like they, they so every time I go home and I'm there for like an entire week, ain't nothing going on. I'm looking mm-hmm. looking at Facebook or Instagram, whatever y'all doing. I'm I literally like if I see that location, I'm gonna pull up mm-hmm. and surprise everybody. Hey y'all, I'm here. I'm in town. I don't see nothing dry. Like the <laughs> like I I swear the hour I leave. Hey y'all, we about to sit there and do all this stuff right here in this point, and I'm showing you location. I'm just like fuck y'all. Wow. So. <laughs> I miss all that, and then you, and then you add the the additional thing. I got a kid who lives in Dallas, and so you know, first of all, I'm diabetic for a reason. I love sweets. This girl makes and bakes sweets. So all these little things she posted with these strawberry rolls and these and these these cinnamon rolls and everything that that Daddy hadn't dried out yet. I'm missing this shit because. <laughs> <laughs> Cause all this shit going on, I'm just like y'all yeah. Yeah, enjoy, uh, have fun. Yeah. So it never gets better. Sixteen years later, it still don't get better.
1: No. Sorry. Sometimes I do have random thoughts of, oh, maybe I'll move back, and then I'm just like, okay, if I move back, what am I gonna do there? Like I'm just gonna be. Then I'm be aggravated because I'm around these niggas all the time. And they're around me all the time, and it's just like, nope. when are y'all gonna leave me the fuck alone? Never, never. So it's, <laughs> so it's just like you know, you gotta outweigh <clears throat> thing. I guess weigh it out.
2: Yeah, I feel you. I, I've definitely gone back and forth with that shit too, cause I, I, I don't want to move back to South Carolina. I love my state, but I don't, I don't want to move back there. Okay, I love it because I'm from there, but I spent 31 years of my motherfucking life living there. I think I got it. I think I got it. I don't think y'all going. It ain't going no motherfucker where. It ain't gonna be no different. The only thing that would bring me back is if they legalize weed, and I know good and goddamn well that's not happening. So you know, mm-hmm. I have no faith in South Carolina for doing anything that makes sense. So I'm gonna stay. Not that Florida's any better, but um, you know, uh, it's yeah. a hot mess. Express, but anyway, um, yeah, no, I can't do it. And I, I don't know, but I feel like I be booked the busy when I go home. I be like, well, God damn it, because I gotta have dinner with Stephanie number one, and I gotta have Steph- dinner with Steph. This Stephanie over here, and then my home girl Whitney, who got married. I ain't seen her since the damn wedding because she been booked and busy and buying a house and furnishing that bitch. And I ain't seen her. We gotta go get sushi. I gotta spend time with my mama so they don't talk shit about me because I'm always at Chris' house at the end of the day <laughs> because I'm going to see him. I gotta go see my niece. I gotta go see my brother. I prayed I go see Mabel, but I ain't got but a week to do it. Mm-hmm. So I can't see everybody. And I ain't seen Kim just as fucking Thanksgiving, and it's a problem. Like so i <laughs> like, who can I see while I'm here? Who can I love on while I'm here? You,
3: if- you can't you can't do a whole overall dinner and invite everybody out <laughs> because, because I'm gonna tell you how wrong, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you how that's problematic because I tried that one time right because I at? I had that same issue. i was like I can't catch everybody in the same week, so. So I'm going to have a dinner, and I'm going, to, you know, I'm going to invite everybody to come out. Hey, here's the location where I'm gonna be. If y'all want to see me, I can't, can't I can't keep you oh, all, y'all. Y'all just show up, pull up. Here's where I'm gonna be from this time to this time. Let me tell you what happened with that. I had, <laughs> I had two sisters that showing up, and I had uh, three women who I had previously had sex with that showed up. <laughs> I was going to die. Like that was it was was a lot going on at the table, and I just wanted to be like, "Can I just get my hibachi (laughs) and leave?" Like I just I don't I don't want. You should have been specific
0: with the invitation, right?
3: I put I put it on Facebook like a dumbass. Never again. That's why I never tell nobody I'm in town. If you if you catch me at Walmart, then you know I'm in town because you you (laughs) will never know.
2: I specifically tell people that I do tell them come in town, don't you go run your motherfucking mouth that I'm in town because I ain't got time to see everybody. Everybody ain't going to be happy this time, okay? Christmas was the best time for most people because just about everybody got to see me. And I'm going home for Easter. So I'm going to knock out family for show. They all live in the same damn town. So I'm going to go to Mabel's house and I'm going to ride down to Teresa's house and I'm going to ride down to Kedra's house. We're going to knock that shit out. Friends at home, I don't know about all that. We're going to figure that out during that week. I still got to work. Honey. Mm -mm. I just, I'm still in South Carolina, but at least
0: I I just create the illusion that I live too far (laughs) for you to be worried about Yes, I come out to the family (laughs) occasions that are major. Mm -hmm. Every Baby shower, every little kickback. I don't have time for that because I'm too busy working on what I have going on over here. And not that you don't love family, it's just the person that I used to be who could go to the card game every Saturday. I'm not that person no more. Yeah. Every hour is valuable. <laughs> so <laughs> it must yes. be used sparingly. Right. <laughs> I don't have time to be at the card table losing money. Period. I need to be finding a way to try to make some money. And so yeah it's just like the things that you used to have the freedom to enjoy you can no longer do those things anymore as often as you used to you know not that you have to stop doing all things that were fun to you but different phases of life require different things and it's like damn i remember when i didn't have to worry about working on the weekends but here we are (laughs) like I remember when five o'clock on Friday came, it was the weekend until eight o'clock on Monday. That is no longer a thing. (laughs) I'm now looking at my calendar. Okay. Calendar, what we doing this weekend? Do Mm -hmm. I have any time to kind of fit some fun stuff in there for me? Other than that, I'm, I'm out doing stuff. And every so often I'll tell, um, canard listeners. That's my significant other. I'll tell him, listen, this particular day, three weeks from now, don't put shit on your calendar <laughs> because I need a long time with you. No responsibilities, yes. no nothing. Like, if we choose to sleep in, that's what we're going to do. If we choose to go out to the park, whatever, and have no other obligations for that day, that's what I'm looking forward to. And I I think I'm grieving, yeah, just not being able to do what we used to do before where you, you had the freedom to do whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. But... Yeah, now I live by the calendar, child. Mm. Girl,
2: gotcha. People be like, what
0: are you doing to say, child? Let me look at the calendar. I don't know. Right. Mm. Don't let me, don't let me let talk me, right. and commit myself to nothing just yet.
3: I had to learn. I've had to learn that, too. Yeah, I I, I am grieving free time, too. And the strange thing is, I live alone. I live alone. I live alone. <laughs> I don't answer nobody. I still ain't got no free. And I work from home from for four days out the week. I still ain't got no free time. Like like, like I said, I, I and we said this off 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 mic. Monique had to had to had to call me and remind me that we were recording today. I, I forgot. Like I didn't know what day it was. Like I don't, I didn't, I literally did not know what day it was. I didn't know it was the 27th. I didn't know. Uh, at the day it's recording, I didn't know it was Monday. At the day it's recording, I didn't know none of this stuff. I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm out here in these streets just working, just just doing yeah. stuff. So He's like you that. know, I am grieving free time. What what is mm-hmm. that? What is that like to 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 what just sit like. there and even when I even the because what I started doing and I got coached on this. Um, shout out to Coach Joe. I got coached on this yesterday. I think it was yesterday. I don't know days, but I got coached <laughs> on it. <laughs> what it was was like, you know, I want to do more of my self care Fridays and actually take time take take a afternoon where I'm not working on something, just kind of just disconnect. And the problem is, this is so this is how far gone I am from from the free time part. When I have free time, I'm like I am going to sit here and watch this movie, or I'm going to watch maybe I'm catch up on my shows, and I am going to watch eat something that's utterly delicious and. I'm finding something that I, that I want to eat that that people with diabetes shouldn't be eating at all. And I am like watching some, some of my TV shows or catching up or watching a movie or just trying to relax. The problem is I am so far gone from just free time. When I do that, I'm, I'm fantasizing about the work that I could be being done while I'm sitting there doing this. I'm like, I could be actually, you know, you know, working on my 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 post for next week, so I want to really do that on Saturday, and then Saturday I can I can finish time editing, and after and then after that I can sit there and actually do some content where I don't, where I'm promoting myself. It's 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 bad. It's it's bad, but it's a work in progress. I guess I'm 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 grieving free time, but I'm also trying to make time for some free time just try to allocate it. So you gotta
0: have time I, it, for yourself, yeah.
3: Yeah, I'll make content you- about me having time for myself. That's, that's, that's
2: <laughs> how i Just put shit in <laughs> somewhere, goddammit. <laughs> oh, God. I, I could yes. not. I feel like we all grieve not having responsibilities. Maybe not necessarily childhood itself, but just that time where yeah. we had a little bit to do, just enough to do, to make it seem like we was adults, dozen. We weren't really in that shit yet. You know? We weren't really mm-hmm. hard down in this bitch yet. Whew, I grieved that time and I'm so sad I took it for granted because I really thought I was doing something having to go to class and get up at 8 and juggle my class time. and When we thought we, we were adulting Bitch, girl. okay. And had to come we home and because we didn't right. have, you know, Russell House car no more. Like, oh, we was doing shit. And we had to work. Ooh, Bitch, please. We wasn't doing anything. Take oh, me back. Please. Take
0: <laughs> me back. to <dear> Lord. <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> When shit was cheap, eggs wasn't stressing me out. <laughs> <In fact.
1: laughs> they wasn't making meat in the lab. oh, oh God.
3: <laughs> what a time to be alive. What a time, what a time. to be alive.
0: <laughs> All right, so coming back from to this conversation, the five stages of grief. And apparently it toggles between like five and seven based on like mm-hmm. where you look and the reason for the grief. But the five that I see is one, denial, two, Mm -hmm. anger, three, bargaining, four, depression, and then five, acceptance. And I think I want to just highlight the acceptance part because, like, when you grieve the loss of a friendship, like Constance said earlier, you miss the routine of being able to call that person, be like, hey, girl, look who I saw at Walmart. you won't believe blah, 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 what happened today. And then you realize like this person is no longer accessible to me or I've made this, created this boundary that I have to stick to. And you kind of have at that moment is when I accepted, you know, I just, I made the decision. There was a reason for, and I trust myself that I did it with my best intent for the both of us. So unfortunately I have to create that bond and fill that void maybe with somebody else that is that has a purpose for the current stage of my life so
4: mm.
0: I don't think getting to acceptance is hard when we talk in the realm of like friendships but I think there is anger I, for sure I don't <laughs> think like, it's anger, anger seems to be the longest period to get through because Ang- it's like bitch how dare you <laughs> <laughs> I feel like
3: anger is the longest the longest period with anything though. Like I feel like because like even with well, me losing my dad, I I sat in anger for a while. Like I, I'm listening to you as you name those other parts. I'm like, nigga, have I got that yet? Because I don't know. Yeah, if do I got you to know where you are? Anger. No, like, I don't I, think we think, ever
0: really track it. It just happens.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I, I might be. I, I I went from anger and I hop to acceptance and I, and I just go back and forth between anger and acceptance. But when it comes to the friendship part. I stayed in anger a long ass motherfucking time, and mm. and I accept the fact that I can't be friends with those people like that. But when I think about it, you know, when I have a chance to sit there and think about it, you know, when I know what day it is, when I have a chance to sit there and think <laughs> about it, <laughs> okay. I I go, I get angry all over again. And and so for me, I, I told y'all I didn't agree with everything. So for me, since 2020. I think I have I have successfully RIP about seven friendships since 2020. And these are people who I talk to on a regular basis, if not every day, every every other day. Like they mm-hmm. like they they we we were so tight they they might have known when I boo-boo. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 tight. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I had to RIP him. because 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 one, although they wanted me to be, you know, they they wanted to make room for me to be a better person. And they was like, I know, I know you got this going on. I know you want to sit there and do this. They they wanted me to change, but they didn't want our relationship to change. Like, Jerry, you should stop giving so much to other people. Jerry, you should, you should take time out for yourself. Jerry, you should learn the word no. You should learn to say no. But not to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, don't do that to me. Cause you know, we, we, we different, we different. No nigga, we not, we, we, we ain't different. We ain't different because, because those friendships that if they are not investing in you and they don't want you to do better, even if, even if it means saying no, even if it means if that they, if they have to cut you off, even if it means that they have you on this higher tier and they, and they drop you over here and they maybe talk to you every once in a while, if they if that person, when you, when you tell it to that person and they, and they don't sit there and say, I understand, I get it, but I'm here for you no matter what, then name ain't really for you. You know, and so, so the, the times when that has happened to me in my life, I let that person know, look, I'm still ride or die for you. I'm here for you. But I can't, but there there has been little to no reciprocity. Y'all know how I love that fucking word reciprocity. No, yes. Oh, my God. whoa but there, there has been little, little reciprocity in that same regard because because people had no expectation because you supposed to do this for me, Like it's almost that since you have established that's what you see what I did there. See, so you have established what what you what you know how this relationship goes and how the, how the ebb and flow of everything goes. This is what you're supposed to do for me because you are my therapist you are my savior you you make me happy you do this no 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 and and it and it hurts me because these are people who i had i had genuine love for like i, I mm-hmm. truly cared about and 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 it, it, some of them i got i got, yeah. i'm their godfather i'm the godfather of their kids oh, no.
0: you know like well, you didn't want I didn't, to have I, to make this decision but it was definitely i didn't necessary. want to you
3: yeah. Unjustifiably, you put me in a position that I would rather not be in, and so I just had to do what I had to do. I had to do it. So, you had to choose you. I had to choose me, and yeah. and, and 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 I still hear the mur- the murmurs. Yeah. You know the back channels. I, I, I still you know hear you mm, did Jared ain't shit. Well, Jared gonna continue to be not shit, but guess what? We okay. still ain't gonna be friends. <laughs> RIP. Okay, okay.
2: <laughs> well. <laughs> okay, you got mm. one less ancient mm-hmm. friend. Well, that's less weight on your that.
3: plate. Shit, girl, tell me about it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh, what you got to say about friends? Um, I, I know so you. Fine. I
3: know you didn't cuss some people off. I know you didn't cuss some people off. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Usually. <laughs> Well, first of all,
1: it's
2: hard <laughs> right. to let folk yeah. in. So, so that's, yeah. that's
1: number motherfucking
2: one, my
3: whole
1: friendship thing is just—it's very limited. Mm-hmm. I couldn't only remember like one person that I'm not friends with anymore because they decided to cut me off. Actually, because they assumed something that wasn't true, and then when I tried to explain myself, because I hate being a lie, I hate being lied on. A lot about, so you try to prove yourself. They weren't trying to hear it. So I had to learn that we're just not going to be friends. And there's no need of me trying to, like, fight for a relationship when the other person is not trying to fight for it. Now, usually when I'm done with the person, though, I kind of just slide on out of the relationship. I, I don't usually be like, I'm going to cut you the fuck off. My silence is just everything. I just... You won't hear from me. Not a word. I don't think I've... The
0: last time I had to let a friendship go was like elementary where we kind of just grew apart. No, high school. That transition. Most high schools, they integrate multiple middle schools into one high school. So Mm -hmm. then you realize, oh, there's other people that I like and I don't have to fuck with y'all no more. Okay, cool. (laughs) And I got (laughs) caught like these these people are better friends than y'all sure i'm gonna Mm -hmm. cut y'all off and they i got called bougie stuck up blah. blah, like but it didn't matter i found my people and to this day we're still friends so was it worth it yes did it hurt yes um because when you're young like that you feel like when are you, how are you going to reestablish these relationships? But even as adults, you learn friendships come and go. And it's even harder in adulthood to make friends. Mm-hmm. So, if you leave, yeah. let me tell you, that's yeah. it. Ain't no coming back. We don't go run, we don't spend a block that's it. on friendships, because I can't trust you no more. Um, but in yeah. adulthood, I'm learning yeah, that really. like, oh, go ahead, go ahead. You just have to set those boundaries from the beginning so that you don't have to be hurt in that way later on. And people will show their
2: true selves over time. So yeah, just ride the wave. Well, I shall say I have lost two friends and almost lost another friend for like similar reasons. So the first two, I've known them since I was. One, I knew since I was like, daycare. So I don't know, four or five years old and the other one I know this is about fourth mm-hmm. no second or uh,
0: second grade maybe
2: something like that long fucking time by the time I, we got to college and this is when I was about to graduate when I had got out I had my second year of teaching when I moved to Johnston it was things I weren't wasn't doing in the friendship to both of these people where I was not supporting them in the way that friends as long as we had been fucking friends mm. I should have been doing. And I did not take that as seriously as I should have. Like it was that I really took them for granted. In a sense like I just we don't talk every day but we still cool, you know. You know I love you, you know I want to be there for you. I couldn't be here, but then I didn't but I didn't communicate as well as I should have. You know, I was a trash ass communicator. So, at first I didn't. I didn't really take it as seriously, and when I tried to reach out to them, that silence, as you said, you wanted for them was was pretty fucking loud as <laughs> fuck. It was loud as shit. Okay, that sounds loud, bitch. Because it got to a point like I, I was texting myself. I was texting and no one shit coming back, and you know, and I ended up texting both of them and said, you know what? If we ain't cool no more, it is what it is. I, I respect that. It. When I finally got him, like one of them I had to text and the other one I actually she got she actually got on the phone. I was like, you know, if we ain't cool no more. And and this is how you feel because of my actions, I still respect you. I still love you. If you need me, I'm here, but I understand.
1: You know what I just thought about? I understand. I don't cut friends off because it's hard to be a friend of mine, apparently. To become a friend <laughs> yeah. of mine, apparently.
3: Um, my application was, that's two what years. I'm saying.
1: You're you know, it's <laughs> pretty hard. I
3: like, the process. God damn. <laughs> but
1: I will <laughs> cut some damn family off. I will cut them off. Listen. Off. Okay.
3: Well, thank well, God for you not cutting off like what like I that. said before, Jesus. because
2: you've known them for so fucking long. <sighs> you know? Like, come on. Come the fuck on. Come the fuck on. Yeah. There's no reason. That's why it seems like it's easier sometimes. It's like you... You know full fucking well what you're doing. You just don't give a damn. So why should I? Because, mm-hmm. like, in my head, if you really, if you family, we blood related, right. that's supposed to mean something. And if it only means something to one of the people, that's a one sided relationship. And don't nobody want to stay in that bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Nobody. Especially when I ain't choose your ass. Like, I'm stuck with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Doug's may get on my nerves, and he may get on mine, and I might get on his. Mm-hmm. That nigga ain't got no choice but to deal with me. And he ain't got no choice but to deal with my black ass. And that's what I told one of my friends who almost cut me off. Because during COVID, I was going through some ups and some downs, some weird shit, and we didn't really talk like that. And she got abandonment issues, and I knew this. So she had let me know like that it fucked her up when I was trying to reach out. I was like, God damn, I ain't talked to her in a long time. And I finally realized it. And I was texting, 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 the same shit, that silence. She wasn't saying shit back. But I wouldn't let her ignore me. Like, It finally came to the point, she finally picked up the fucking phone and was like, Constance, listen, I was going through all these things and I'm sure you were too during COVID, but like, we didn't talk for months. And we was talking every fucking day, y'all. Like every day, every day before Chris, She was my
0: boyfriend. (laughs) So that's the problem. Okay, sis thought that she was your boyfriend. She needed the attention that you was giving her. (laughs) And she missed that. But my thing is, if you are not adult enough to communicate to me your desires and your needs, even as friends, but then you turn around and like Mm -hmm. hound me because you're, you're disappointed, whatever, that is a you problem everybody's household has different shit going on that you know nothing about. So if I don't communicate and you're used to that and you don't call me to check on me, hey, friend, I haven't heard from you. What's going on? The phone works two ways.
2: Then what? And see, I guess I was traumatized from the last two. No. And I felt like I had fucked over. I was like, you know what? If she don't want to be friends with me, no. that's cool. But eventually we reconciled and it was fine. Lord, have a birthday. <laughs> Two, three, four, whining with wine. Tell me your grievances, whining with wine. Girl, what is on your mind? Tell me what's on your mind. I went first last time. So it was I want to whine
0: about Mother Nature. I just want to say, fuck oh. you. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Oh. yeah, it's like...
2: <laughs> what a capital F, bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
0: the, it's the body change. Oh, like, God. Okay, we're all adults here. This is Unestablished Podcast, so all topics are on the table to be discussed. When you are going through your female changes, it's like, yo... When it comes, it, you just be drained for the whole day. Your moods change, your appetite change, your energy change. Your back hurt. Your back hurt. Your legs. Your nipples hurt. itch.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Lord. You right, start get big. You bloated like a motherfucker. None Every of your clothes fit. Wind that you inhale. Yeah, you diarrhea. You your hot. Okay.
0: Your body. You look
2: like your, shit. Your, your basal you body feel like temperature you do. is high all the time.
0: Just it's just everything oh. goes wrong, and I'm like, yo. This will make you want to get on birth control just so you cannot have
1: to deal with it. That shit don't change nothing. Shit. It's just that shit don't, <laughs> don't
2: change nothing. I'm on birth control, and as I said, I I know when my period is supposed to come, and this whole start adding up a week before, and that's why I'm ready to punch everybody in <laughs> their motherfucking Adam's apple for no reason. I was throwing shit because I didn't buy this wine earlier. Like I it's so the bad. And Mood it
0: swings. Change. Let's not even no forget reason. about that. <sighs> And we don't have you a chance like, you like, uh, why are you
1: so upset? I don't know. Right.
0: A whole week,
2: a whole couple of me. days
0: before like constant saying, But come sit next to me. You'd be like, nobody loves me and blah, blah, blah. You'd be like, oh, girl, my cycle was just coming up.
2: No <laughs> 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 yeah. I uh, don't even worry about that. Right. I, I apologize so for the things too. I said while I was on my yeah. period. Forget about that.
0: Forget what I said. Um Yeah. yeah.
3: Yes. Dismiss that. As, no, as a man, I, I can't say anything about that. I, I can, but I can totally. I, can, I can't empathize, but I can sympathize. I have a fifteen, <gasps> and um, I am the first person she called That's so sweet. When the cramps start coming in, like four, four in the morning, sometimes she called. She called daddy, and daddy might have to sit and talk to her for 30 to 30, 30, 40, forty-five minutes, as she waiting on that now to kick in. So, i i ain't going, to, I'm going to say that I sympathize with you. And I, and I know your struggle and, um, so, thanks for your condolences so he, right. thank you for your
1: support yeah oh my gosh all I got.
3: all I got, well, all I got my do.
1: wine is that apparently I gotta get a new microwave and it's not even because the microwave itself what? is broken it's because my microwave door is somehow broken
0: like it won't open yeah. anymore. more?
1: Really? So it opens, but the the microwave, you know, the little, so mine is kind of like the stainless steel version. So, you know, like the little border, the little stainless steel border that goes around the actual glass part. Yeah. It's flimsy. Mm-hmm. It's coming off or something. And to even get another door, googling it, it's like, I may as well just get a new microwave. But, the prices.
0: But, but why is the door stopping the microwave from coming on?
1: No, but it's it's flimsy enough to where I think eventually the microwave door might fall off. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's concerning.
1: Can't have that.
3: And the microwave, and then, the microwave okay. waves. You don't want right. that to emanate. Like, you know, well, that, I
1: mean, maybe yeah, we can glue it, but Cost then it was effort. like, I don't want the glue fumes in my food. In my food. Like every time like, you like, warm it. <laughs> right. Like what is what does that mean when it heats mm-hmm. up? Right. Like I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. Mm-mm. You don't want okay, to find out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So
3: destruction. Yeah. That destruction.
1: I'm gonna try to bite the bullet for as <laughs> long as I can and let the little flimsy shake while I open the door. But I might have to suck it up and spend $300 for my boy. I to, hey, it might be fine. I'm
2: going to need y'all to go ahead and save for that in the budget, bitch. because <laughs> <laughs> I need for you to get that together. Scare the shit out of me is you going to put the wrong thing right. in there well, and I just th- going to blow off. I don't think
1: the glass is going to break because the glass is like Screwed in with the handle And the handle is fine It's just that, that border The little piece around It's just flimsy So, you know, adulting Well, a house microwaves they said.
0: Without that border though That's So necessary. hopefully you'll be able to find a good one to replace <laughs> yeah, it
1: But you know, they make I houses like It ain't like us back in the country Okay, we could have had a GE microwave And a whirlpool stove And a Samsung refrigerator <laughs> In, in the worlds of living in the suburbs, in the suburban life, everything matches. And you're tacky if you don't. So, everything got to match. So
3: tacky. I thought the only tacky.
2: thing that was tacky was, tacky. was white mm-hmm. refrigerators.
1: Ooh, can't, girl. Yeah, they, we don't do that no more. <laughs>
3: That's tacky. That's tacky. Too. So,
1: it can't be mismatched. And then plus, it in goes the above the stove. In so, the I got to have the one that goes up. Oh,
2: that.
3: Yep. Oh, so it
1: gotta that fit fits too.
3: in that particular. Yep. LA, that about a bitch. Mm-hmm. A story of mm-hmm. my
2: life.
3: Wow. We gotta got slide in that hole, right? <laughs> well. <laughs> I hope you
2: find that in your budget, sweetie. I if y'all just you know drop a little money, just <laughs> a
3: little
2: paycheck, just drop that little bit. Of and, <laughs> secret, <laughs> and I <laughs> secretly wonder nice if microwave. my damn
1: cleaner broke my damn microwave door, oh. but I, I can't prove it or deny Ooh. it.
2: Mm. Well, let's hope she don't fuck up the next one. Let's just mm. help that. Yeah, <laughs> <Jared>. <laughs> I'm so sick of your shit. Jared.
3: I'm just trying to be on that level. Like, I get a cleaner, man. Like, yo, I'm, I'm trying to get, like, a living touch over here oh. right now. Like, I'm, like, man. it, it struggling. Like, when you, locked in, when you locked in the editing podcast, you like... <laughs> I don't even remember if I took a took a shower
2: sometimes. I'm,
3: just, <laughs> I'm gonna what you to date? Get with I don't date. know what day is. To I don't your know what day is. The
2: date, than a little bit of a little bit of what little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little You of a little bit of a little to of a little bit of to little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a the The a little bit you a little I of of a little bit of a I bit of a little you See
3: the date nowhere. Exactly. That's that's <laughs> what it, That's that's the important thing. The calories that I invert. I can't be worried about what day it is. I got to worry about if I'm only at five hundred and seventy-one calories burned. I I got like another four hundred thirty. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know math. Twenty-nine mm-hmm. calories left to burn. You know to get to my thousand. But I, I'm gonna. Yeah. go for a walk. Um. I guess I'll do my wine with wine. I have so Give us much to whine about. But um, I figured that. Okay. well no, I, I, I got you know, I, I'm a brand now Mo, you know, and I, He's I can't not just
1: a business go man. randomly
3: He's and a say stuff. So I, gotta, I gotta be on brand and if it's about this, <laughs> I'm a business man? <laughs> now let me handle my business. Um, so I got I got to sit there and vent about stuff that's on brand with it's about damn time again available on all podcasting platforms and it's about self help and it's about you know encouraging people so my wine and wise is going to be for people who I have talked to in the last few days and I and I and I do remember that I had this conversation with with somebody um, <laughs> yesterday because only because they bought me food so <laughs> so <laughs> that's the only reason I remember it was yesterday. So, it, it's you got to get to a point where you got to stop just saying "I'm a, I want to do something," and that's it. Oh, I want to do this, and that's it. And you're not investing any time in yourself. You're not investing any time in the goal that you're working on. We all got busy lives. We all got stuff to do. I am literally trying to create a podcast empire while my while I'm working my nine to five job, and I got um this evil McDonald's woman sitting there just asking me everywhere I'm going and, and, and everything I'm doing but at the same time at the same token you you have to invest in yourself that you that that, that energy that you were investing in in your sisters the energy that you invested in in, in that job that, that's, that's that's giving you making you work 15 hours a day and even on weekends you have to invest in yourself if you if there's something that you want to fucking do then you fucking do it. You make a plan and you work it. It's it's, it's not going to be instant results. Trust me. I look for all the instant results. I Googled it. I used chat GPT. I ain't found nothing yet. But at the same time, if you get better, 1% better than you was the day before, and that's your focus, to get 1% better than you was the day before, you're going to achieve your goal. Stop complaining oh. about it. More so, stop complaining to me about it. <gasps> okay. He said, do
0: the work, man. That's what he said. Do That's the work.
2: That's all it is. Yeah. <sighs> Sounds like a quote for the week. Mm. Sometimes these conversations, mm. okay? You want to be nice about it, but after a while, you say this too many times. You don't want me to be nice about it. You just, you just want me to have to say what I need to say. Well, look. Look. <laughs>
3: Look, I let you slide once, let you slide twice. The Ooh. third time, baby dog won't be so nice. Right, like, right, you right. know, if I can quote Ron <laughs> the boat, you know what I mean, and yeah. I can because I want to do a different <laughs> thing. You know what I mean?
2: Oh God, um, damn. Well, as per usual, I don't know what the fuck my
3: wine is. I don't feel like I even have one right now. Oh, you just, you just, you, you actually let it off. Yeah, yours, yours turned into that wine when you started talking about the <laughs> friend and all this other stuff. You yeah. You kicked it off, actually. Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't
2: know what to tell you. It just—it just is what the fuck it is. I have lost some people, and it, it just like most said, it, it just is what the fuck it is. I—I say I, I, I ain't got it in me. I ain't got it in me. I don't. Everybody ain't my fucking friend. Some people are associates. Some people are acquaintances. And you know what? If I ride with you, I ride with you. If I don't, I don't. And I Why promise you can't we use that difference.
0: word acquaintance anymore. There's
2: certain shit about me you don't Who said that? I don't know who the fuck told you that. Who said
1: I that?
0: just feel like people are saying Can't use that you word no my more. acquaintance.
1: Yeah, yeah because you're not the friend. Oh, they they want
3: to be the you know friend. Do, do something about it. Do something about I it? I don't
1: even what well, I mean it's almost like a <laughs>
3: implied
2: thing like. Yeah. She's a girl I work with. She She's somebody work. from work. Mm-hmm. Or she's mm-hmm. a friend from work. You know? Yeah, she's my co-worker.
3: My co-worker. And she
2: may be a friend from work because a friend from work to me... co I'm cool history. with. My work or friend. let me say that. My work friend. Right. Mm-mm. That's Mm-mm. not a... Right. That's mm-hmm. not a friend. That's a nigga you see mm-hmm. at work.
4: hmm
2: Like, you know that? <laughs> mm-hmm. My work mm-hmm. friends mm-hmm. friends till 5pm them <laughs> <laughs> them people i see you when I get to work mm-hmm. and I'll see you again tomorrow when mm-hmm. I come back right. bitch and I'll see you after the weekend cause we don't hang out nope. outside of that no and
3: I won't talk to you while I'm on vacation no I will talk to you and when fact, I get back to tell you how my vacation went know. to kill some time so so no social media if I let
2: you in that bitch mm-hmm. but so, exactly. You know, it just is what it is at this point. I don't. I don't need to explain myself. If I see you at work, if I if I opt to hang out with you, if I say yes and I keep going, and you respect my boundaries, we can we can rock. But no, it's a full sentence, and uh, mm-hmm. my friends know who the fuck they are. That is all. Okay. <laughs> no, no, it is a full sentence. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just just statements no, today. No wine, just facts. That's how I'm feeling.
1: <laughs> well, Jared, will you let the people know, you know, again, what you're doing and where they can follow you and find you? Oh, Lord. I, <laughs> I have you
3: I've now. i am waiting all, all episode <laughs> for this. Yes, I, I, can. I mean? can. I can. I <laughs> can. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, uh, I am Jared Dam. I am Jared Dam. You you can find me on Instagram at The Whole Damn Show. That's D-A-D... Hold on. I have fucked it up already. D-A-W-H-O-L-E-D-A-M-N-S-H-O-W. All together, The Whole Damn Show. I am putting together a podcast label along with my podcast. It comes out every Tuesday. It's about damn time. Again, a a podcast about Mm -hmm. self-improvement, telling you, what it's about damn time for you to start doing and moving forward, getting on with your life, fulfilling your dreams. Um, in addition to that, I got I am producing your business besties podcast with um, a mutual for with, with me and in uh, and, and Monique, uh, Coach Joe and in Summer. Uh, you know they they give out business advice and teach you how to how to have remote jobs and virtual jobs in that atmosphere, and you get so many so many great gems from them. Um, their podcast is, is, is every Wednesday. And of course, the return of Squad of Pod members of Mari. Um, mom's yeah. no expert podcast that comes out on Tuesdays. Um at, at the at the time of this recording, you know, she has a couple of episodes out. So I'm also producing that show as well. Parents after midnight coming back this summer. Uh that means I'm gonna have to make some road trips to Florida. So um, so maybe we can get somebody. <gasps> Like that, that live in Florida that's on, you know, Ooh. to drive maybe to, to that area yeah. to maybe be a guest on the show, right. you know, network this networking, yes, it out there and I make my whole so pitch. I got you girl. Is, you See,
2: know, I got you. I don't know dates. Man. All right.
3: I, all right. <laughs> I, 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 know, I know how that goes. I, know how that go. I got you. So again, uh, all, all this stuff is, you know, links in my bio on, on the whole damn show on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I don't be on Twitter a whole lot, but I am on there on Facebook. So just you know, just just linking and the, in the show notes. I'm sure the ladies gonna hook me up. But um, we're we are trying to create a movement here. We're trying to tell I stories and for motivate people and educate people.
2: Yes, and
3: we're gonna continue to, to push forward. Yes, so Mr. Jared, damn everybody. Yeah, it's a movement, man. Some movement. Some movement. The whole damn show. Damn, Jared, That's damn. I'm
2: saying. You've done it again. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, Corey,
3: God. I'm coming for you, man. I'm coming. I'm coming, man. Like, you know.
1: Not with the competition. I'm ready.
3: Every month, I'm ready. Oh my gosh.
1: Thank you for joining us this week on Unestablished.
2: Be sure to catch us every week and don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms.
0: Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love.